And now it's time we take a deep dive into the world of soccer with the man responsible for such flashes of brilliance as 39 was last year and he could barely like right. throw a ball out of a barnside. Um. It's time for Derek Izumaki's foot in mouth. Yo, what's good? Party people! What is good, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the Foot and Mouth Podcast. I am your host, Derek Isomaki. Welcome aboard, y'all. Got a lot to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. We just had the Champions League round one of the quarterfinals go down. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It was such a good day. Such a good couple of days of beautiful football. It is unfortunate, I have to say, that I know not everyone enjoys watching the beautiful game the way I do, and that's in the way it's meant to be watched in Spanish. Those announcers are glorious. The way they go about describing the game, fantastic. And they're very blunt with a lot of their things that they say. It's great. But if you're watching the Champions League, that was your only option. You had to watch them in Spanish. They, unless you have that CBS All Access Sports, whatever that nobody has, like no one's paying for that shit. CBS. It was on any of their uh, English channels. That's whatsoever. Their main CBS Sports channel did not carry it. Not even like their Golazo show, or whatever that tries to cover all the like a very Asian of a uh, red zone for the NFL. Didn't have that. So your only options were to. Uh, Either you pay for that stupid CBS All Access Sports shit, which no one's going to, or watch it in Spanish the way that I prefer to watch it. Now, granted, I'm going to say I know everything that's happening out there. No, they talk very fast. I'm able to grab a couple of words here and there and then kind of piece together. Sherlock Holmes, that bitch, you know? But either way, you don't really have to as long as you're enjoying the game. And that's what I did. I enjoyed the games that were happening before my eyes. They were glorious. We'll start on Tuesday because we'll start there. Why not? Man City Dortmund. Wow, Man City is probably one of the most fun teams to watch out there. The way they play the game is fantastic. And the fact that I do have a major man crush on KDB, De Bruyne, makes it even easier to watch. And it's hard not to love the dude. The way he plays, it's fantastic. That team is... Oh my goodness. I, Man City is probably one of my new favorite teams to watch. Just in general, how they go about the game, it's fantastic. They're fun. They press you diff- difficultly on defense. They dominate the possession, but got to give credit to Dortmund. Big credit to Dortmund. Y'all got robbed. I'm just saying, y'all got robbed. Dortmund got robbed. Jude Bellingham had a fantastic moment where Allison, I'm sorry, Ederson had a stupid moment where he just pretty much allowed, I'm sorry, Morris. Who are we talking about? Yeah, Ederson. Yeah, Ederson. Why don't we, yeah, Ederson had a moment where he just got the ball taken off his feet when he was outside of the 18. And Jude Bellingham had a wide open goal to go, a goal to score and took it. However, the ref blew a foul on it. Stupid, stupid call. Blowing the foul. It was whistled dead. Couldn't allow VAR to come in to check it. Wasn't happening. Now, that's a tough one for Dortmund. Tough one for Tick to Dortmund because if you got that one, big one to get. Ederson looking stupid out there. 
a lot of mistakes in goalkeepers this season. A lot of mistakes happening. And a lot of the good ones, too. Looking at you, Allison. But Ederson had his moment. He got saved. He stelled it. He sold it well, as they always do. You got to sell it these days. You got to sell whatever contact you're feeling. Otherwise, you're not getting it. I know it's one of the reasons a lot of people do not like the game is when they do stupid shit like that. But props Ederson. He saved himself from giving up a ridiculous goal. And sorry, Dortmund fans, y'all missed out on having that crucial away goal. But you did get that one in a beautiful moment from the man. Island to the Royce, Mark Gold Royce. Oh, my goodness. The man who's often injured, often forgotten in terms of how good he is. But what he's on, beautiful. And it was a great buildup of play from Dortmund that came from a nice one-touch pass from Holland over the top of the defense. Dropped perfectly for Royce, who was able to net it nicely into the court into the corner. They got their way goal. But then Man City turned it on. Like They literally were just like, all right, we got to get another goal. So it was 1-1 at that point in time after a fantastic KDB goal that happened for them in the first half. They should have had more. KDB was setting them up left and right. Phil Foden, look at you, my man. You're floundering. Floundered two legitimate. One. One chance that should have been put in the... It was pretty much wide open. The fact you just popped it right straight to the goalkeeper. That one's bad. Your next one... You had a nice little run up. You should have gotten a little bit better. You should have had a way better shot where you put on goal. It was disgusting. So Foden fucked it up in the first half, not getting his not getting the second goal for Man City. But when they that goal happened for Dortmund, it's like Man City was like, just turn it on right away. Bada bing, bada boom. Who sets it up again? KDB, a beautiful ball into Ike Gunawan, who sets it up nicely for Phil Foden, who can just nestle it into the back of the net. He finally got his goal. So Man City takes it down 2-1. But again, Dortmund, y'all were robbed. We're robbed. Righteously robbed. Now, Liverpool fans, cry. Just cry. At this point in time, that's all you can do. Bask in your tears. Wallow in them. Enjoy them for what you're going to get because it shouldn't last. Hopefully, next year, your team will be healthy. That's always a plus when your team is healthy and you're actually able to put together a legitimate squad and people belonging in their proper positions as opposed to what they're putting out there now. But you had Real Madrid, a chance to make a little vengeance, I guess. No Ramos there, though. Unfortunate for Salah, but maybe maybe fortunately for Salah. I didn't have to worry about him. But it was not Liverpool's day. Mainly in particular, it was not Trent Alexander-Arnold's day. Dude had a shit game. A man who was renowned for his, I was just praising on the radio show of how Amazing he had. He had a great game in the Premier League this past weekend. But it's a lot easier to perform. I mean, I guess it was Arsenal. Played against Arsenal. Had a 3-0 victory over Arsenal. That's a big team, but they're not Real Madrid, and they're not the Champions League. And he got his ass worked. Just worked. Vinicius Jr. was all over that ass of Trent Alexander-Arnold, and he couldn't hang with. Two vital goals given up pretty much because of his undoing. That's the thing about football. There are times you're able to hide, but in big moments against really good teams, they're going to find the weaknesses. And at times, Trent Alexander-Arnold, he gets very high up on the pitch as someone who is a very offensively-minded, defensive player. As a fullback, he is definitely one of the best crossers in the game. He has a fantastic boot and loves to utilize it. But at times, his defense is lacking. He can be good, but Real Madrid, 
all over that ass. They lost 3-1. 3-1 Real Madrid took a, a loss. I mean, they did get the one away goal, which is, again, important to get. But it's not Liverpool's year. It is not Liverpool's yeah, Liverpool's year in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, this is really your only chance. I mean, if you guys get the top four in the league, that will be a win, which is not going to happen. It really isn't. There are teams out there playing a lot better. West Ham, my goodness. I'm <laughs> Everton, we've out of it. We're not getting it. I, I've accepted that fact. We're just Everton. That doesn't happen for us. When we have a chance to get them, we get the points. We do not get them. <laughs> I just hate them. Oh, God. Infuriating. But the Hammers, the Hammers have a chance to take down that fourth spot. And uh, rightfully so. Liverpool has been shit this year. Now we move on to the big games. The next day. (sighs) The big rematch. Last year's Champions League final. PSG, Bayern Munich. (sighs) The Parisians stepped on to German soil. The Allianz Arena. And what did they do? They gave Germans the business. Boom, boom. They gave them a little two-piece and a biscuit action looking at you and Bappe! Woohoo! It was a glorious, oh, couple, two goals from Mbappe, another one from Marquinhos, set up two of them by Neymar. Oh, my goodness. Their counterattack is otherworldly. It is explosive. I do have to give a lot of props to Byron, though. Byron, my goodness, did they dominate a game. When he comes to dominating a game, dominating a game they know how to do it precisely it's like a german blitzkrieg out there all the time they're non-stop on defense constantly pressing you a very high press the highest oppressor you can possibly do they're doing it and they do it very effectively it is amazing how disciplined this team is as much as i do not like Bayern Munich because i guess there's a little as good as they are, you know, they're just, they're too damn good. But you look, watch this team in motion and it is fantastic. I mentioned Man City is one of my favorite teams to watch. Bayern Munich definitely for sure is one of those teams as well. You should be watching on a regular basis. If you are new to the football and you want to see beautiful football being played, or just, you said you're a fan of the game, you want to see beautiful football being played, watch Bayern Munich. My goodness, they do some fan, it's a, they're exciting, beyond exciting. They dominated the game. The stats do, don't lie. I mean, but they, the scoreline doesn't lie either. They lost three to two, but Bayern Munich, 64, 64% possession. They created 31 total shots. 31 total shots to PSG's six total shots. But it's all about being effective with it. You don't have Lewandowski out there. Him, honestly, if they had Lewandowski, they probably would have gotten five or six. The way they were playing PSG. We have Dupo Moltin out there who looked fantastic at moments. He has a fantastic motor in him. But not quite the touch or goal goal scoring ability that Lewandowski has. Naturally. But just 31 total shots from Bayern Munich. Six for PSG. Now, the big chances. Chances that actually really came close. Six for Bayern Munich. Four for PSG. So again, PSG, they were... Pretty much sitting back the entire game, just allowing Bayern Munich to just pound that ass, pound it going forward all the time. I was nerve wracking. I was like, my goodness, how do they not have a goal yet? It took them forever. But the counterattack from PSG is deadly. 
deadly. My goodness. Mbappe with that speed, Neymar with his ability, and Di Maria with some fantastic passing on that first goal. I have to give credit to that Di Maria pass that set up Neymar that was out of allowing Mbappe to unleash his beautiful self onto that Manuel Neuer bullshit. Oh, God, I, I am, there's something about Neuer that just annoys me. It's something about him. Like, respect the guy. One of the best goalkeepers out there, 100%. But he just has a stupid face. It's just, yeah, not fun. And he got himself a little five-hole action as the ball... Mbappe put a powerful touch, powerful strike onto the ball that just, he got a hand to it, but it went through his legs. It was slightly embarrassing, but it was Neymar setting up a beautiful pass for Mbappe. Next goal was even, honestly, was spectacular too. Just a spectacular second goal that happened. Coming from a corner kick that was slightly lackluster. Ball gets outside of the 18. We're probably 35 yards out. Team is rushing back. Fire me is pushing up. But Marquinhos catches Neymar's eye. And he sees what he's trying to do. And he is onside. And as Neymar crosses it right into the box. And it falls nicely for Marquinhos. He's wide open. He's able to just poke easily into the bottom corner of the net. Again, against Neuer. So PSG took a 2-0 whopping in the first 30 minutes over Bayern Munich. And this is, again... In Bayern, they're playing in Bayern. They're playing at Munich right now in the Allianz Arena, and they're just giving them the business. But again, Bayern Munich's pounding. They're going after them the entire time. They finally get one back in the 37th minute from Eric Mix that Chupumotin. He had enough chances. He might as well get one in. At least you got one in. Second half starts off. They're Bayern Munich's able to tie it up with Thomas Mueller. Nah, Mueller, another one you just hate. God. Something again, another punchable face, very punchable face. Dude looks like a skeleton to a certain degree. Like he, he he looks like the the butler at the haunted mansion. You know, he should be wearing a suit, something like that. It's just scary. But then whew, Mbappe comes in once again, gets his second in the 68th minute to give PSG that 3-2 advantage. Three away goals, huge for them. Setting up a big chance to be able to take down the German Giants. Again, not having Lewandowski for Bayern is huge. It is a massive loss for them. Massive loss. Now, I wasn't able to catch the Chelsea-Porto game, but I got to give them the love. Chelsea did, did the work. They were in Porto. Took them down 2-0. Mason Mount, a guy that is for some reason, for somehow, doesn't get the love from the, the Chelsea from too cool at all. He's coming off the bench, but dude, goals. He go, puts goals in there. You know, whenever he's out there, he's performing. So shouts, shouts to, to Mason Mount, the Chelsea people. You're blues. This is your chance. You might not make it that top four either. You all are fighting your tooth and nail. Tooth and nail to be able to get that top four. So this might be your chance. You have re, get past Porto, most likely Real Madrid in the semifinal. That's a, not an insurmountable mountain to climb. Not for Chelsea, not this time. They have their moments of brilliance. They certainly do. So maybe a Chelsea in a Champions League final? <sighs> it's not unheard of. It's not unheard of. Such a Champions League roundup. Obviously, the next coming weeks is going to be fantastic. Next week is going to be... <sighs> 
a lot's gonna a lot's on the line a lot is on the line so once we're back at it like a crack addict y'all next week champions league is back again tuesday and wednesday tuesday we got the chelsea porto and psg Bayern munich wednesday we have man city dortmund liverpool real madrid don't miss that Tuesday game, man. I'm telling you, what that Bayern PSG game. Ugh. If you're just a casual fan of the game, find a way to get that game. Find a way to watch it. And if you can't watch it in Spanish, more props to you. It's way more exciting. It's the way God intended it. Okay. Champions League roundup. Ugh. Cannot wait to see how it unfolds. What are semifinals going to be looking like? We have an idea. We have an idea of what's going to be. Most likely, we're going to have a Man City PSG matchup. Which, I as much as I would love to see a Bayern Munich P- Man City matchup, that would be beautiful. Probably not going to get that. But you know, hey, you can't discount the Germans. They're going to come in strong, and you can't discount Dortmund either. They should have had two on you. They should have had two on Man City. So, Holland, power in Holland, the Norwegian wonder kid. He has a stupid haircut, though. My goodness. It's so weird right now. And he also has kind of... He's lucky he's a superstar at at football. We all would be so lucky. If only, if only. Now, I I do want to keep this short. Don't want to go too much into the weeds of things. But I do want to give you a quick little update on the league actions that are out there. As I mentioned, the Premier League, that fourth spot is hotly contested. Hotly contested. Man, you, you probably, you're solidified in your second spot. Man City, this should be wrapping up that title. Any, and it's, it's coming. It's coming. They got a 14-point advantage over Man U with the game in hand. So they're not going to catch them. But that fourth spot, West Ham holding on for dear life, 52 points. At fifth, fifth we have Chelsea, 51 at 6, Tottenham with 49, Liverpool with 49 at 7th, and Everton 47 at 8. So we've got four teams vying for that fourth spot. I'm sorry, five teams. Five teams vying for one that Champions League fourth spot in the Premier League. Don't miss out, y'all. This is when the games get really good. There's a lot fighting for. You cannot be dropping points. People are going to be one point's not good enough. You got to get all of them. You really do. So you're going to be seeing teams going for it. And when you see teams going for it to get all three points, you get wonders. You get beautiful, beautiful games being played. Lives are on the line. Lives are on the line. And relegation season, relegation season is coming too. You've got Fulham fighting to try to make sure they maintain at least one more year in the Premiership. They're at 26 points at 18, fighting for Newcastle at 29 points. Fulham does have a game in hand. Not looking good though. West Brom... Sheffield United foots out the door. Looks like it is tough, tough season for y'all. Tough season. Obviously, the ones that are the most exciting, the best exciting league right now, La Liga. Barcelona has a chance. Has a chance, baby. They have a chance to hold on to get La Liga title. If they can do that, and the Copa do right. Yeah, I don't see Messi leaving at that point. I, I don't know. I feel like at this point, if they win that La Liga, they get that. He, a lot has quieted down on the transfer rumors of Messi. A lot has quieted down. Seems like he might be sticking around. But does Barca have the money for it? And to be able to go after somebody else? Holland's dad and Holland have been shopping themselves around all over Spain. Reported meetings with Barcelona, with Real Madrid, with Valencia as well. So he's spreading himself out there. And 
it seems that Holland will be leaving. He says he'll be leaving if Dortmund doesn't make it into the Champions League spot, which they are currently not sitting in the Champions League spot in the Bundesliga. They are currently sitting fifth. They need to get the fourth, and they're seven points out from, from that fourth spot. That's a lot of points to make up. A lot of points to make up for Dortmund to make it in there. I Even if they do make it to the Champions League, I just don't see them keeping Holland. Uh, they got too much of a financial situation over at Dortmund. They got to sell him, and he's going to demand a price tag, especially, especially if Messi doesn't leave. The way that Barcelona is looking, one point behind Atletico Madrid. Atletico at 66, Barcelona at 65, Real Madrid at third with 63. So this La Liga title is not wrapped up in any way, shape, or form. But also, something you have to keep in mind. This coming weekend, April 10th. El Clasico! Woohoo! A huge game for Real Madrid, who is in a tough spell. They've got Real, they Liverpool, Barcelona, then Liverpool again. Tough stretch for Real Madrid, but nobody's crying for you. Why? Because Barcelona is coming to town. Barcelona is coming to town. If they can get that, pretty much can knock Real Madrid out of that title contention. Really make it a one, two, two horse show, two pony show, a, a two dog show, whatever. Two people fighting for the title. Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. Um, that's going to be a fun one. They don't, they're, uh, and they will be playing each other May 9th. May 9th, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. That one going to be a possibly huge, huge implications on the La Liga title. So be wary, Barcelona fan. Don't be wary. Be helpful. Be very hopeful. You might be keeping messy. Holland's most likely on the move. Mbappe has yet to sign. He's pretty much solidified that he's not going to sign with PSG, which means he's gone. They got to get rid of him. They got to get something for him. They cannot take. They have to sell Mbappe. They cannot leave 150 million, 150 million dollars on the table like that. They have to sell him at some point. So Mbappe and Holland most likely moving this summer. Woo! Right, get your checkbooks out, folks. Get your checkbooks out because it is going to be a pricey, pricey summer for all these clubs. All the prices on everybody is pretty much going up because it's you want to get those two guys from Liverpool. Goodbye to Genie One Alden. He's probably gone at this point in time. He, a lot of ties to him going to Barcelona. So big loss in the midfield for Liverpool. Huge gain, huge gain if they can get him. Pair him with De Jong, <laughs> Messi. Somehow they find a way to get Holland. I just don't see how they can do all that. It's that's a that's a hefty price tag. Hefty price tag that they can't afford. PSG is desperate, though. They're going to be losing Mbappe. They've re-signed Neymar, though. And they were thinking that Messi might be coming. But it looks like Messi is not leaving at this point. I just don't see it happening. I I was saying 50-50 last show. I feel like it's more 60-30. Two-thirds, 66% he stays, 33% he leaves. Messi just doesn't like change. I I just feel like he wants to stake around. And that just means PSG's hopes are pretty much crushed. They're not going to get anybody, really. Holland's probably not going to go there. He wants to go to La Liga, it seems like. And if he doesn't go there, I, I would love to see him at Man City. Obviously, I've talked about that enough. That matchup with KDB giving De Bruyne, De Bruyne, would be absolutely pure ecstasy. The summer's going to be fun, though. This is a hot boy summer for sure coming up, y'all. Get ready.
Tops are coming off. All right. On that note, I'll just wrap it up. There's no need to go any further. You got your transfer news. You got your Champions League wrap up. You know what's happening in the big leagues. You're, if you're really wondering what's happening in Serie A, Inter is going to win this thing. They pretty much, have they wrapped it up? No. Should they wrap it up soon? Yes. They got 11-point lead over Milan, 29, 29 games played. Yeah, yeah, they should just have this one. This is pretty much a Man City. This is a, a premiership type of situation. So, have no worries. Have no worries, Inter fans. You're finally getting your title back in Milan once again. You can rub it in AC Milan, AC's face. It's like, yo, suck on these nuts, bitches. In Milan is blue and black. Finally, taken away from Juventus. Sorry, Will. I know it's your squad, but the Scudero needs to go someplace else. It's about time. Okay, on that note, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Appreciate you all lending your ears for this past 25 plus minutes of me rambling on about the beautiful game. We'll catch you all next week on the next episode of Foot and Mouth. Much love, y'all. Catch you later. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>